0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening from wherever you are watching me in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, we give you thanks, we give you praise. Let your name be lifted down in Jesus' name. Lord, as we consider briefly in your word, we pray that you have your will in Jesus' name. Thank you, dear Lord. Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Welcome to my podcast, brethren. May the Lord bless us, keep us understanding in Jesus' name. I want to share with us a popular verse of the scripture that I know is not strange to us, is what we know very well. Second um, Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, It says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, is in the creature, all things are passed away, behold, all things are become new permit me to add verse 18 to it and all things are of god who has reconciled us to himself by jesus christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation now um, most times i've seen so many christians quoting the scriptures especially the verse 17 but most times we really don't sit down to ponder on it call it to earth astray straight examine it very well and look at how this is applicable to our lives now um whether we like it or not this scripture is so deep especially that the two verses now 17 and 18 it's so deep that if only we can lay hold on the reality, the statement of reality or the statement of truth that is captured in these two places, The there are so many things that we have been doing as believers that we will not do again. So many things that uh, uh, we are ignorant of, but when we understand the depths behind the scripture, we will be enlightened. the Lord grant us understanding in Jesus name. Now um, there are two things I want us to bring out there before we consider some other things. Number one is the scripture is actually referring to us uh, to those that are in Christ and the scripture says that those that are in Christ they are a new creature or you can say a new creation that's one then uh, we are seeing another thing too that talks about things there is old things and there are new things okay there is old things so the scripture did not say new things but there's old things but the scripture also says all things so all things all things before we look at all things and all things let me first uh, um, let us consider the word new creature new creature what does that implies now if you're thinking about a new creation you are thinking about a new beginning you are talking about uh, a new species you are talking about everything about such a person becoming new Let's take for example now a child that is uh, uh, that one gives birth to today. When you see the child, apart from the normal joy and uh, happiness that greet the delivery of such child, uh, looking at the um, physiology of that baby, you find out that. This is a new being, a new creature. The head is there. The eyes is there. The mouth is there. Everything is there, and uh, at that point too, some of these things, though they are there, they are not active. Uh, they still need to be subject to growth and so many other things for them to, for their usefulness to come to to play. So, but what I just want to bring up from that is the fact that. You are seeing a new creature that has its own life, so many things to start living. So, the same thing too, in this context, you are a new creature, irrespective of how old you might be physically, as much as you give your life to Christ, either today, before today, depending on when you give your life to Christ. This is a a reality that you must accept. You are a new creation, a new creature. Now, what type of creation are we talking about here? Uh, It's very, very important because um, when someone gives birth to a baby now, with time, excuse me, what kind of creature are you? When someone um just uh, deliver a baby let's say baby boy baby girl now well at that instance uh, looking at that baby physically it may be a bit difficult to uh, ascertain who the baby resembles but some can say ah this child resembles the father some can say that this child resembles the mother Now, if you are too curious, you really want to know, um, perhaps let's assume there is a kind of dispute as regards the identity of the baby, that is this baby of this family, of that family. Now, uh, some tests will be carried out, uh, some genetic uh, tests just to know the DNA composition of of that child. And from that DNA composition, it will reveal who the child belongs to either to family a or to family b (coughs) excuse me (coughs) now (coughs) with that the 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 true owner of the child will be rest assured i know this boy or this girl belongs to us and as the child will be growing gradually they will be saying indeed that this child of this family and what are the things they will be saying they will be saying so many so many look alike physically in terms of okay this is how the eye is this is how the mouth is this is how the nose is this is the shape of the head like that like that then in addition to they will also be saying uh, look, look alike or things to compare in terms of the manner of behavior so now, one can confidently say that this child is from this family. And the reason is because the way the child looks like and the way the child behaves, let's assume after five years, well you can confidently say that ah, this child is of so social family. <coughs> now, in the realm of the spirit, too. As far as the scripture is concerned, and as far as which is the position of God, he that is in Christ is an entirely a new creation. So, what is that saying to us? Eh? That means there is something about this new creation. Does that mean that we were born again, afresh, from different from the way we were? Yes, we are. If you consider um I think John the book of John chapter number three John chapter number three what does he have to say um I think when Nicodemus came to jesus by night he requested to he wanted to see jesus and He said unto Jesus, I think, let me read from verse uh, 2. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Now, in Jesus' response to his comment, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now look at verse 6. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is his spirit marvel not that I said unto thee you must be born again so now uh, Nicodemus came commenting on the fact that all that Jesus has been doing all that Jesus did is it can only be possible except if God is with such a person now if Jesus, had, would, if Jesus wanted to add carnally, I said, ah, yes, you are correct indeed. God is with me. He has empowered me. That is the reason why I am doing all this. But Jesus did not respond that way. Jesus discovered that there is something lacking in the life of Nicodemus. Not only that. Okay, there is something lacking in the life of uh, Nicodemus. And that thing is what Jesus addressed head on. Now, what is it that is lacking in the life of Nicodemus? And the the, the thing is, Nicodemus does not belong to the kingdom of God. He's not a member. He was not a member of the family of God at that time. Because uh, in Jesus' word, even though (coughs) not uh, expressed directly, but indirectly, what Jesus conveyed to Nicodemus is the fact that. All that you see me do, the teaching with authority and power, the miracles with authority and power, eh, it comes from God. Apart from the fact that it comes from God, eh, it's only possible for those that are members of the kingdom of God. So, in other words, if, if even if if Nicodemus too is a member of the kingdom of God. He could also operate in the capacity that Jesus operated in. So they have to tell him that that is missing in your life. You are not of him at all. You don't know what the kingdom of God is. And don't forget that uh, one of the evidence of knowing that the kingdom of God has come is when signs and wonders, miracles of all kinds, casting out of devils, is taking place because the kingdom of god is not only expressing words it's expressing power and in authority so jesus had to tell him that something is missing you are not of god you don't belong to the kingdom of god and if i'm saying the kingdom of god by extension i'm saying the family of god the kingdom of god that is in heaven and that is on earth. So the family of God in heaven and the family of God on earth. So Jesus went further by saying that Nicodemus, you need to be a part of this family. And the only way to be a part of this family is by birth. Is by what? Is by birth. So there must be a. a you must be born anew that you must be born anew is by birth is by birth which we call regeneration or reborn so he said you cannot see eh, except a man be born again be born anew he cannot see the kingdom of God so and what that implies is to be a particular of the kingdom of god you need to be a new creature now what kind of creature let's in, in verse uh, verse 6 now it says that you must be born of the spirit and of the and of water you must be born of of the spirit and you must be born of water Verily, verily, I say unto you, think, verse 5 except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So, this new creature that we are talking about, this new speech, this new birth that we are talking about, it must be done by the agency of the water. I uh, which is a symbol here, and of the spirit, which is what we also consider. So when these two, the, 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 the intercourse uh, of these two, we give birth to a new creature. Now, don't forget that physically too, uh, to be born, uh, it's as a result of a coming together, of uh, the husband of the man and the woman, the husband and the wife. So the husband produced the seed, uh, which is, uh, I think the sperm now was it called. The wife produced the egg. And once fertilization takes place, uh, a fetus is formed. From a fetus, a child is born. So now in this case too, there is also the need for the Intercourse, the interplay, the, the, um, the relationship or the inter, this interrelationship between the world, or sorry, the water, which is also the word I wish was, uh, I think we should know, but it's also established in the scripture. We need to be born of the water and of the spirit. To be born of the water is to be born of the word of God. To be born of the word of truth. Don't forget that the word of God is the seed, is the seed that comes from, like the physical honor, the seed that comes from the man. So the word of God is the seed. And some places some places in the scripture that affirms that, consider um, the parable of the sower, I think in Matthew 13, chapter 13 now, about the sower went to the field to sow. Seed, which seed was this one? It's the seed of the Word of God. Hmm. So, consider, um, or consider some other places in the scripture that speaks of the fact that we are uh, we, the, the, the Word of God is that agency through which we are born. The Word of God is the seed the seed so there is the need for us to be born by the word of god if that is missing then being a new creature will not be possible being a new creature will not be possible so um i want to read i want to read to us James, chapter number 1, verse, let me read verse uh, 21, then verse 25. Wherefore, lay apart all fiddiness and superfluity of nothingness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. And the engrafted word here is the word of God, and it has the capacity to save souls. Let me read further. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, it is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he behold himself, and goes away. And goes his way and straight away forget what manner of man he was. But do so look into the perfect law of liberty and continue daring, he being not a forgetful bearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deed. So that is one aspect. We have several aspects of the scripture that talks about. Uh, the, the place of the word of god Let's, let me read first peter chapter 2 verse 1 it said as newborn babes newborn babes desire the sincere make of the word that you may grow thereby so in some because of time it takes the word of god to be born anew. the word of god the ministry of the word of god and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. So once these two has been firmly rooted in our lives, we become a new, we become a different species, a different identity. Now, uh, when we respond to what I call, when we say, Jesus, accept you as my Lord and Savior. Now, something takes place in the Spirit uh and the two the thing that takes place in the spirit is actually uh, the same thing to you yeah, the intercourse of the of the water which is the word of God and the holy spirit uh, the spirit now which is the holy spirit now when you confess like uh Romans chapter ten speaks of that explain how we become uh, again let me read that please that the word is near the even in her mouth the world of faith Romans chapter 10 Romans chapter 10 okay Romans chapter 10 let me read from uh, Okay, let me read from verse 8. But what seeth it? The word is near thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And to be saved, the implication is you become delivered transformed there will be a new you so now when you confess the word of the Lord by faith in your heart uh, what is going on in the realm of the spirit is that the spirit of God broods upon that word receive the word brutes upon it and something is given birth to in your spirit something is given better in your spirit And what is given birth in your spirit is called Christ. Or you can say the spirit of Christ. But it's called Christ. I will show us now very soon. Let's see. First Corinthians, if I'm not mistaken now. Now, um, First Corinthians, chapter six. First Corinthians, chapter six. Um, let me read from verse uh, fifteen. From verse fifteen, know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Then shall I take shall i then take the members of christ and make them the members of an allot god forbid what know ye not that he which is joined to an allot is one body for two saith he shall be one flesh verse 17 which is my verse of emphasis says but he that is joined unto the lord is one spirit now what that implies is by virtue of our confessing jesus as our lord and savior and accepting him there is an intercourse that takes place a joining that takes place in the spirit and in our spirit and that is that we are joined unto the lord that joining there is a joining that is uh, i don't know how we we'll put it now okay let me use it's like wet drain. Those that are into this production of iron and the rest, you know how to how they join ions together. Uh, or perhaps, let me use this word now, uh, it's a mingling kind of thing now. A, 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 a joining that uh, it, 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 we can say, or I can say, it's not, it will be difficult to separate it's like when you want to mix uh, you want to produce cake now or you want to produce uh, yeah, let's use cake now. There are so many things you bring together. You get flour, you get egg, you get this, you get that and by the time you mix them together okay, let me use the word bread now. You get a dough now. So you are getting something different from the several, several things that have been mixed together. So when we accept jesus as our lord and savior there is a joining eh, that takes place in the spirit and that joining is the scripture says that we are joined unto the lord meanwhile uh, that joining produce something that you may not know but that joining is actually the new creator that journey produced something, and I'm going to show us in First Corinthians chapter 3, verse, uh, let me read from verse uh, 22. My, the place I'm going to is verse 23. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or things present or things to come, all are yours. Okay, let me read from verse 16. Know ye not that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? Now, by virtue of accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we are the temple of God. The Spirit of God dwells in us. So, the Spirit of God makes his abode his home in our spirit. Now, if any man defy the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy. Which temple are you? Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seem to be wise in this world, let him become a fool, that he may be wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God, for it is written, it takes the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thought of the wise, that they are vain. Therefore, let no man glory in men, for all things are yours. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or things present or things to come, all are yours now past, past 23, and you are look at that. You are Christ, and Christ is God. You are Christ. What does that mean? Are you Christ? You are Christ. Now, what the scripture is addressing here is that the new creature that is in that in that is in that spirit, that mingling, the joining of The spirit of God eh? and your spirit, he that is joined unto the Lord, who is that Lord Jesus Christ? He that is joined unto the Lord Jesus Christ is one spirit with him. And that spirit is called Christ. So it's a new creature. You are Christ. And it is that Christ that is to be formed. It is that Christ that is to grow in you. Hmm? And don't forget, if you read, um, okay, let me read this verse. Ephesians now Ephesians chapter 4 I'm going to read from uh, verse 11 he gave some apostles some prophets some evangelists some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the Saints for the work of the ministry for the define of the body of Christ till we all come now all these ministry gifts and the rest it was given for the following purposes number one for the maturing or perfecting of the saint why perfecting of the saint Verse 13 explains it that what the lord does that maturing, that that maturity of perfection or growth that god wants is that we all come you and i in the unity of the faith number one then we all come to the knowledge of the son of god which is the son of god here, yeah, christ We all come unto a perfect man. Who is this perfect man? Let's read further. Onto the mature of the statue of the fullness of Christ. Let me explain this better. Now, um, you know what? You know what a statue is? Statue is something that the height and everything has been determined. Okay. Let me even use this for example now. Uh, the child that you give birth to today, the child that you give birth to today um, cannot walk, but he has leg, uh, he has hand, at best he may just be moving the hand small, small. Then he has every part of the body and the child will still be very small in your hand. But give it time, gradually you find that the child will be growing, growing from one level to another, going from one level to another. Now, may I tell us that there is a, a, a height, a particular height, that that child can uh, grow to in life. The height will be determined by the genetic composition that is available in that family line. Now, you know, some persons now they are very tall in their family, some persons are short. Now, if for example, now you come from the family that is short, it would be for you to have a child that will be excessively tall. <laughs> that, that, that means that is <laughs> so that, that, that means maybe you get married to another family where they are tall. So, but if you get married to another family where they are not tall, they are short. Your height, the the height of all the children is determined already. So at most, they may not go beyond a certain height, which will still be considered to be short. Uh, So the reason is because the DNA of that uh, available in that family has measured them that no matter what they eat, uh, you can not grow beyond this height. Now, in terms of fat too, the DNA available to, uh, in that family, has determined that no matter what you eat, you can't grow beyond this. You can't get you can get fat beyond this level. So now, in, for us that are, in Christ, for us that have accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, there is a DNA, uh, that okay, there, there is uh, how would I put it? There is a particular height. We are ordained to get to. There is a particular it's been measured, the leg is being measured, the head is being measured, everything is being measured, and that that stature is Christ. So if Christ is 10 inches tall, that is where we are to get to. If Christ is so so so, whatever feet or inches, whatever, that is where we are to get to now. There is the Christ in us, eh, is to be groomed to get to a level where we will now measure up, measure up, would measure up over time as we expose ourselves to the ministry of the Word of God and of the Spirit of God, because it takes the two of them for Christ to be birthed in us. So now, by the time we as we expose ourselves to this, you find out that. Our target as a believer and eh, the what God expects from us is that you and I we measure up onto a perfect man, a matured man. Who is that man? Eh, what is the measurement? The measurement is Christ, the statue of the fullness of Christ. So it's like putting on Christ, wearing on wearing Christ. So if Christ, if the clothes that Christ is wearing is the clothes of someone that is sustaining his commitment me to use that word now. Now, if I'm still a drive, I won't be able to put on that kind of clothes. So I need to grow. And what is growing in me is Christ. Christ is growing in me. Christ is growing in you. Christ. And don't forget that Christ that we're talking about here is not just an Indi It's not just a, a a man per se now. But we are referring to spirit, and according to Second Corinthians chapter three, verse 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 seventeen. Now the Lord, which is Christ, is that spirit. So it's a spirit, and we are joined to Him. So it's one spirit. So that is a new creature. So the new creature that you are is called Christ. Now imagine that you are Christ. I am Christ. Now, the issue is who is Christ? We continue from here. Another time. Thank you. God bless you. Father, we thank you. Let your name be exalted in the name of Jesus. Lord, open eyes of understanding to this reality, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.